This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hawkside Guns Podcast, and we are finally... Uh, because Bona just Sean wanted to procrastinate everything. so long. Everything he wanted to talk about other than this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember <laughs> who's in charge of the notes. I'd never say anything. Yeah, who's, who's I, in charge I, of the I notes? I had it up at the top. It was up at the top. Yeah, how many times did you move it? Well, on your request? Oh, at least five. Oh, on <laughs> my request. <laughs> on your request, five. Yeah, Mr. Continuity over there. Yeah, I, you got King, the Ramblers Anonymous, and Mr. Let's Not Drift thinks I move stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's how I remember uh-huh. it. I'm, I'm sure it is with your addled brain up there. Um, well, we are going to finally talk about, should I modify my pistol? And this one is is one that, like, I, up until very recently, in fact, the last, what, eight months, I had exactly, yeah, about last eight months, I had exactly one pistol. It was a 22 Heritage revolver, and I took it out of the box, I shot the living crap out of it, and I have never made any mods whatsoever on the gun. And that um, might be the right thing to do for that gun. The, the, the only thing I have is accessories. I do have a, a holster for it, a custom-made holster, which is beautiful. But uh, ultimately, nothing has ever been done to that gun. Now, I have several other pistols now uh, that I have done various things to. Let's talk about the silver one. But, uh, oh, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, th- just recently, I, I picked up uh, from one of the deals, and I think we've talked about it a little bit before. One of the deals that I do, uh, my favorite thing to do is look for old used guns in kind of a bundle or package that people are trying to get rid of or, you know, and I may or may not want what's coming with it. In this case, I really kind of didn't. Uh, this was actually a, nobody did. No. Yeah. No, nobody. Wanted <laughs> he opened this gun. up the box and he goes, hey, you want this, too? I'm like, mm, no, not so much. No. And, and nobody else. And, and in fact, this is why they quit making it is because because nobody wanted it. And then um, and then I shot it a little bit. And found out that it was actually pretty sweet. But I had a uh, a Remington, uh, sorry, uh, Smith and Wesson, <laughs> right to shotguns, right to shotguns. He doesn't drift much. No, uh, but I had a Smith and Wesson uh, 22A, and what that is is basically Smith's answer to the uh, Browning Buckmark. It was, I think they quit making it in 96, so this is not a new pistol. Uh, but it was it was not exactly pretty the way we found it. <clears throat> no, it was in the original 5.5-inch black barrel aluminum frame black plastic grip configuration. And it looked like somebody had assembled it from a parts bin to me. Okay, but it shoots, and I told you it would shoot <laughs> when you got it. I said, look, it's going to shoot great. It's just a little aesthetically... Fugly is the word I'd have chosen. Less than pleasing. That's fugly. All. Um, and and it was it was let's just say not my favorite gun. And uh, since since we had been modifying and, and doing a lot of shotgun and rifle work and and all those kinds of things for everything else, I decided you know what since I don't really want this thing anyway, I might as well see what I can look into modifying uh, the the weapon. And, and let's be clear here: he he modified less than he did mechanically than he did aesthetically yeah we're going to talk I, about the mechanics here in a minute because i'm mad i modified mechanically absolutely zero uh <laughs> but i did manage to get the frame black in i got a new grip on it i got uh it just just, just the grips themselves changed the look of the weapon incredibly yeah and on pistols that is very much a, a true thing uh, i had a, a very small thin um, plastic kind of. If you look up the Smith 22A, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, they're not the best looker you ever seen in your entire life, but they're great shooters. Yeah, it does shoot great, and it still does. Uh, I got a wraparound Smith grip with the uh, the Smith seal on it, and just beautiful big fat grips and target grips is what they are. Yeah, it is. It's their target competition grips, 
and blacked out the frame, and it looks like a different weapon. You could have put the two together, and you would swear that that's a slightly different model uh, for some for for as much as they look like each it's other. It's gorgeous. I'll take it now. Yeah, but, yeah, now. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll I'm take sure. It now. Yeah. It's on the website if you guys want to see it. Uh, you can look that up. But it it really was uh, not quite the entry into pistol modification that I that I had the the. The other one that I mod- uh, modified just slightly was I'd been chasing a another Smith, uh, Smith 38 Special, for two Almost years? three. Yeah. By the two, time we got it home, years. it was almost three. It was a long time. I, I had a very specific thing I wanted, and, and it was a, a, a four-inch tube on a, a Smith 38 Special medium frame pistol. And you can get them. I mean, they're all over. Any show you go to is probably going to have one. But I didn't want to pay five to seven hundred dollars for it. It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that's my, that's my son. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you are you smoking crack? I'm not paying that for this. So uh, it was. I had to wait a long time. And when I got it, it wasn't in the best of shape. But it was mechanically pretty sound. I still have one small thing I got to take it to a gunsmith for. But after cleaning it, taking it completely apart, regripping it, and and re-bluing it, and just fixing a lot of the the problems that were, it is easily worth more, uh, twice. I, I've seen guns and twice less, what you paid for it. Yeah, yes. less. It was not in great shape. It was not. It needed to be taken down. The the, it, the blue needed. It was just there Awful. wasn't really blue. What it was is just tarnished rust. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of true. It, it was not exactly in a great shape, but it it did function. Yeah, you know, and and uh, the uh, older man that we bought it from had had it for a long time, and he took it and looked at it, and the first thing he said, I kind of felt bad about because he was kind of defensive. It does work. Yeah. Okay. So you know, <laughs> when even the guy selling go, I know it doesn't look it, but it does shoot. You know. <laughs> And uh, looking down the barrel and through the chambers, it was pretty clean, uh, but the outside of the weapon, it had either been carried or, or tucked away in a glove box somewhere or well, something. Well, it, it came with what I think was the holster that it was carried in. Uh, no, it was more of a leather covering of some kind. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of evaporated. I would trust it to hold the weight of the rust in, in uh, the gun. No, but, uh, but it, it, it had been holstered for a very long time, and it looked like it had been carried. I did date the weapon. It was uh, it was. Post-war, it was 1948, uh, which was this one, and it had a six-digit, which is, Bonna picked it up and went, uh, son, this has a six-digit serial number? That's old. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I'm just telling you, it's old, all right? He doesn't listen to much, but occasionally he does listen. (laughs) Uh, But it was in the 900,000 range, Uh, so, I mean, it was one of the later of the first kind of uh, rollout post-war that they did. Uh, Then they went to a different uh, numbering system, so it was... It was of the era, you know. It was it was old. I mean, this was probably carried by a, a policeman at some point. Um, judging from the holster and the wear, holy crap, it was carried for a long time. But uh, yeah, sometimes you wind up doing those older guns, the newer gun, whatever. But you want to make them different. And this was something I'd always shied away from growing up. Uh, one, I didn't have the skills. Uh, two, I didn't really know if you could do anything to a pistol because it's not exactly like uh sort of like modifying a, a truck versus a car there's a lot you can do with a truck there's a lot of real estate on that thing same thing with a rifle or a shotgun or something they're huge so there's a well, lot of stuff you can let's, do let's go ahead and quantify some of that pistols a little different yeah with pistols you you can change quite a few things you can change triggers sights grips visual enhancements like like he said you can repolish them or blue them you can engrave them uh, there's new grips, all kinds of, of things, different kinds of uh, sights, different kinds of grips, different kinds of triggers, all kinds of stuff. So the first thing you have to do is realize that if you have a gun, a pistol that you like, and it fits your hand, and it shoots well for you, then probably this cast is not going to help you much. <laughs> uh, if, however, you tend to gravitate to... What I'm going to call service weapons, okay? Military pistols, police pistols, um, service guns. The, the the most common, of course, is the Glock. Uh, probably sure. one of the, the yeah. second most common is the, the 45 automatic, okay? Those two in itself have probably been modified more than anything else. 
Huge aftermarket. And that's the other thing. You have before you even think about such a thing, you gotta make sure that there's stuff for it. Okay. There are, for most of the service pistols, there are mods for them. There are kits. And there's normally stuff on YouTube that you can watch to show you how. The question turns out to be, why? And the answer is, if you've ever shot any of those, a real Colt 45 automatic, the uh, 911 version, or you happen to have a Glock and you've squeezed a couple of rounds out of that, um, you're going to notice that they were built for toughness. And they were built for carry. And they were built to... uh, I won't say knock around, but they were built for service. And when you pull the trigger on it, it doesn't feel like it's a real light, smooth trigger. It goes, Ugh! and that's what it was designed to do. That's how the people who bought the weapon wanted it so it wouldn't go off if you just gently blew on it. Um, same thing with sights. They don't want sights that are adjustable or sights that you know have micro clicks on them. They want something that, just hangs out there, won't hang up on a pistol or a holster. Let me clean that up for you. The pistol won't hang up on a holster. See how I did that, son? This is very smooth. Masterfully. Just just wonderful. Masterfully done. (laughs) I told you it was going to be a great cat. Anyway, uh, we finally got to it. But anyway, that's what those weapons are for, and and they're designed that way. So when you have one, it's going to feel a little different than that lovely Colt revolver uh, that was designed to do nothing but but target shoot or silhouette shoot. So, having said all of that, now you need to figure out what mods really make sense for you and what they don't. And some people believe that the most important change you can make to a pistol is, in fact, the sights. And I'm afraid that that may be true for some people, but I've never found that to be totally true. And the people that I've modified pistols for have a tendency to agree. Not always vehemently agree, but agree nonetheless. Now ask him if he has stock sights on his Glock. I do not have stock sights on my <laughs> Glock. Well, we're going to get to that. I, I, we'll get to that, but I do not. No. That's, uh, Glocks have troubles. Uh, I'm sorry, Glock. You already know that, though. <clears throat> the most important, in my opinion, uh, thing you can do to uh, a service kind of pistol um, is probably, in my opinion, the trigger. It is the It has the largest impact on how the pistol fires. And believe it or not, in my opinion, and it is only my opinion, the accuracy of the pistol. The smoother the trigger, the smoother the release, the more the pistol doesn't bounce, the more comfortable you become with it in your hands, and the better you shoot it. Now, having said that, after being chastised for not having standard sights on my Glock, which has a modified trigger, which I modified before, Actually, I modified them both at the same time. Uh, I have a Glock 19 that, that my son watches. What would you change on it today? So that's what, that's what he meant. It doesn't feel anything like the Glock, that, and he actually traded it back. To, we've traded that particular pistol back and forth. Yeah. But uh, when, when he was shooting it, it was pretty much stock. And uh, I didn't really like it either. Uh, uh, he, he shot it the last time I took it out, and he went, this is not the same gun. So it, it does change. Um, but the, the triggers are on, on a pistol, especially like an automatic, uh, Brownells has multiple pistols. There are multiple articles on, uh, triggers for specific pistols. Um, Brownells, I think had like four different triggers for, for a Glock. Um, so it depended on what you want to do again, I know we can't preach it enough, but again, what you want to do with it definitely impacts what you want to change and how you want to change it. But the trigger on a Glock or trigger on a 1911 is probably not the smoothest trigger you've ever seen, and there are plenty of places to get it changed. And changing it is really not that difficult. If you've ever stripped your pistol down completely and put it back together and have it work, okay, uh, then you can probably put in almost any kind of, of trigger kit uh, or, or a new ejector or new safety or anything. Uh, if you can... Take your pistol down and put it back together. The kits are designed to replace the existing manufactured parts. 
So a lot of people are scared of that. Um, don't be. Just understand what the pistol does and what the parts do in it, and go about it slowly. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's it's not the biggest deal. Although if you don't feel comfortable with it, you know, don't go jack your gun up just because you think you ought to be able to do this. And but uh, yeah, go go ahead because the light. What he was alluding to, and he, he kind of smiled a little bit. We've seen people who put really really light triggers in oh, in wow. pistols. Yeah, and they go off when you breathe on them. You know, and and that's just ridiculous. So do a little bit of background research and figure out. You know that there's a reason police don't carry three pound triggers. Cause they go off on their hip. So, uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, law enforcement officers, and, and my wife is is full of these stories who are practicing at a range, and of course, uh, in in uh, when she was a Fed, they they practice quick draws and 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 defensive draws and that kind of thing, and there are several. She showed them to me holes in the floor where people have shot through the holster because they've had modified triggers that were just too light for as excited as they were. Again, the service um, weapon was designed to be a little heavy <laughs> in use reason. and function. Yeah. So there is a know, reason. There's a reason. Uh, so it's it's you can modify yourself out of functionality or out of, uh, of that perfect situation. So be careful on what you do and, and how you do it. However, you can put it back. Don't yep. throw the parts away. Sure can. Put it back. I still have the craptastic grips that came with my Smith & Wesson. <laughs> the craptastic. Oh, yeah. That's going to go over well. <laughs> the, yeah, let's, let's make this professional. Yeah. They, Smith look, & Wesson had craptastic grips on my pistol. They did. That's why. They, see, they even quit making it. They knew they were yeah, craptastic. Yeah, yeah. We'll move on to, to sights because we've just about beat up triggers. You want to talk about sights or you want me to start? Oh, no. Go ahead and start. Oh, lovely. Oh, great uh, modifier of <laughs> I love stock sights. I hate stock sights. It's, it's my eyes. Okay? He really does. Can you see that? Yeah, I can see it. Fine. Well, I can't see I that. I can't see squat. All right. <laughs> so, And you can't shoot what you can't see. That's just that simple. Um, I moved into uh, uh, William's um, fire sights. For or sights for the blind. Sights for the blind. No, I can legally <laughs> drive without glasses. I don't because you got to wait till you hit a truck to, to realize it's there. But but I could do it legally in Texas. So uh, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah, I think the eye said is, can you see the wall? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. you're good. That's good. Okay. Uh, let's see. I put in Williams uh, fire sights, and they are. Um, fiber optic sights, and I prefer the uh, the green and the orange combination. And uh, I have them on the Glock that we were just talking about. I also have them on a uh, Ruger twenty two. You say you have it on your your performance Ruger, your target Ruger. Yeah, too, the target yeah. Ruger I have, um, which is just a, a Mark three, a classic Ruger pistol. Wonderful gun. I it feels weird in my hand, but it's it's a neat gun. It really is. The, the Ruger is the the Glock. Of course, everybody knows that one. But but I, I actually was surprised at how much the sights and the trigger. I did those two. Well, yeah, the trigger too. But the the sights really changed the the picture, especially the ones you guys you put on it. Really do pop out at you. Um, I was I wasn't sure if I liked it, but man, you were right. You can see them. You can see them. Uh, there's. There's any number of things. I mean, and and don't don't get uh, either one of us started on on some of the other options for sighting on pistols, uh, which are look a lot of the the modern ones. In fact, a friend of the show, Jake, just sent us one that he picked up. He picked up a Sig, little small thing, nine uh, millimeter, and of course, under right under the right in the chin, it's got a little Picatinny rail. And man, you can put all kinds of of lasers and, and we'll get all into kinds that when we do accessories, on, yeah, which I mean, will be the next cast <laughs> unless Sean changes his mind again. But I don't say nothing. Anyway, yeah. we ought to get you a T-shirt, but I didn't say anything. Yeah, I don't say nothing. All right, uh, let's see here. Sights, okay, all kinds of things. Low profile, high visibility, fixed, adjustable. You can do all kinds of things with sights. However, okay. Look at what you're trying to change to and what you currently have. Sight pullers today are not that expensive. Most of them sit in a dovetail-type channel. 
um, and you can change them. Even the, the square slides on a Glock or a 1911 have blocks that you can put in those, those sight pullers. Uh, it'll keep you from marring up your gun. It'll keep you from hammering on the old sights uh, so that it makes them reusable. Uh, it just does a much better job of, of, especially the rear sight, which is normally what people would have problems with. Um, we cover that when we cover the tools to, to do this, but uh, it just really, really changes the way you look at I believe I've only had one pair of sights that I put on that were, that I took off within like a month. Do you remember what those were? Mm. Yeah, was that uh, was that the tritium stuff? Yes, it was. Yeah, because it was supposed to be high visibility and, and it, low light. No, you couldn't see those things in sunlight. It I was just awful. Yeah, I and they were new. Okay, it wasn't like somebody sold me a pair of five year old tritium. It wasn't I love like to that. make fun of them, and I couldn't <laughs> see them either. I mean, I was really willing and and inclined oh no i can see these fine i don't know what the hell you're talking about i really couldn't uh it was it was we went in a dark room you couldn't see those things for shit so i look I, and yeah they glowed a glowed a little bit i mean you you could technically see them but not enough to sight the damn and, gun because of and, them. and it was pretty much my fault i had had several people tell me you won't like those <laughs> and I went, they glow in the dark. How can you not like something that glows in the dark if it glows in the dark it ought to just radiate stuff in sunlight I don't no. Know. Yeah. Nope. No. And and really. if you have to shoot them and you like them, great. I I'm delighted for you. But they do have a half life. Okay. Yeah. And in my opinion, the usable. I still have them, and we still check them now and then. Uh, and my opinion is the half life <laughs> is six months. It sure as hell haven't got any brighter. That's for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is uh, they claim it the the they're usable for about what. 10 years? Yeah, that what that's they what they say. Um, I am highly skeptical. I, but I, Not with my eyes, I'll, I'll tell you that. I, I, well, I, I remember the sights. I can't remember what gun you tried to put them on. I put was, them on the Glock. Was it the Glock? Yeah. Uh, I put them on, when I originally did the trigger, I did the sights and the trigger at the same time. Oh, that's right. And then and, you took those things off. Yeah, then you got the, the fire sights. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to see this, was, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd already had the fire sights on the Ruger, so I knew what I wanted, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I was hoping that detritiums were were uh, really gonna. No, work those out. weren't cheap either. No, those they're tritiums. not. Uh, that, that was money not well spent, in my opinion. <laughs> for me, anyway. Not the first or last I, bad I, money I try, we throw at guns. You know, you can't sell them either, okay? Because people who have seen them go, no. nah, that's all right. No, you, so you made they, that mistake in too. Drawer, huh? You know, yeah. you can check them all the time. Everybody's got some tritium sites in the drawer. <sighs> Well, those of us who don't <laughs> listen to other people who do stupid. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's I'd say most of us. Hey, some things are, you know, sort of like fishing. Some things are designed to catch fishermen, not fish. I, I honestly think those are one of those. Well, but if, if you like them, more power to you. Hey, uh, yeah, and let us know. Wow. You know, but. Because, uh, uh, and, and maybe, you know, there's a situation where they're just absolutely critical and essential. I'm <laughs> I afraid. to see I, that situation. I, I, don't, I don't shoot there wherever that is. Uh, all right, what I need is to not be able to sight the weapon, but not have anybody else see them either. <laughs> All righty. So, and, and I want no laser lights or, uh, you or know, secondaries you know, or anything. Nothing. Okay, let's see what we got here. What's next? Oh, I think we're almost up to uh, uh, really at, good grips. I was going to say, are we at my favorite part? <laughs> yeah, we're at your favorite part. My son, bless his heart, uh, had his first shot his first pair of modified grips. When he was very, very young, I had purchased a 22 automatic, or not automatic, a 22 nine-shot revolver, an HR triple nine revolver. I bought it only because my father had it, okay? <laughs> now, my brother got it, okay, which is fine. My, my, he loves the damn thing, and so did I. But I had a few more... I had a few more guns than he did, quite frankly. And well, he, you were in the military at the time. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, he didn't have a pistol. And uh, he does, at that time, he didn't have a pistol. Uh, now he's got a Glock and several others. You know, we don't say anything. But uh, I went out and I got myself. They were still making them, by the way, a brand-new HR triple nine. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a long time ago, so it was the older model. They had remade it several different times, and... Uh, later on, they put wood grips on it, but the version I had had plastic grips on it. 
Not by the time I got to it, it didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> Sean and I, and, and Sean was very young at that point. Oh, yeah, I was pretty, yeah, I was a young I, man. Uh, 12, I 13, had, yeah. Yeah, I had made a little bit of pocket money while I was in the service making pistol grips and, and rifle stocks. Just, you know, not very much, just because <clears throat> I didn't have a big tool shop. But I had enough that I could whip them out. And, and pistol grips are much easier to make with small tools than rifle stocks it's difficult to beat a, a glass beat a, a rifle stock and, and <laughs> with, with the tools that i had and could afford at the time as a sergeant in in, in service so um make that that terribly long story much shorter i bought uh there was plenty of of hardwood in mississippi at that time and i bought some cherry some very nice cherry and decided that I would custom make grips for that triple nine. And I did. And I made what is the equivalent of target grips for it. So I made a lovely thumb ramp and thumb rest for, and I'm right-handed, for the left side of that weapon. And I think that was, and Sean didn't shoot it before that. No, but I'd seen it before that, but I didn't shoot it before yeah, that. Yeah, that was the first time when he was old enough he shot that pistol, and, of course, it just fell into his hand. And uh, he decided that most of what he had I needed to make new pistol grips for, which we don't do. We make him buy them. But uh, <coughs> That's true, by the way. He yeah. make me buy them. However, for the rest of my days and up to now, I have judged every other pistol grip by that revolver um if it is either not that quality or not that comfortable i will not have it on the gun uh case in point 30 years later when i bought a a smith and wesson 38 special the first thing i did is rip the damn grips off of it and find the most expensive most laser diamond cut uh cherry <laughs> burled cherry cherry with a thumb rest with, yeah. a, with a thumb rest grips that i could find on it and they were 80 dollars, which is about two-thirds of what i spent on the pistol itself uh to put on the gun because i wasn't going to have any any crap on my favorite uh, snu- uh not snub nose but the favorite revolver uh which i had been chasing for two two plus years at that point so i am kind of a grip snob uh, also, as as anyone who listens to this cast uh, for any length of time will notice, I I'm an artist by trade, and having an aesthetically ugly firearm is not in my wheelhouse. I won't even shoot it if I don't like the way it looks. So I have some decent looking grips and stocks on my guns. Period. Well, we both do. Let's let's not. Um, I don't do so much of that anymore, but you know, I, and if you I don't like done, something, yeah, I, I, yeah, I you've make changed it. it. You haven't, you haven't had ugly <laughs> stuff, um, yeah. really, other than your recent one. Oh, um, please! <laughs> oh, oh, it hurt. <laughs> it that, hurt. that was just that was not called for. It was just <laughs> it was not called for. for. <laughs> <laughs> all that, all that stock grip stuff. I, I don't, I don't even know who are you. <laughs> man, man builds custom. Target cherry grips to put on an HR, okay, and then leaves the guns he gets. He spends more money than he's ever spent on a gun in his life, and leaves it stock. I no, they were they were fine. I was They're floored. Fine. Fine. I was floored. I was I was no, <laughs> I was aghast. But I I do I do love a a well gripped or well stocked gun, especially with pistols. Um, and anything uh, that is is commercially available that is reasonably popular will have some grips op- or gripping options. Uh, case in point, Juan has mentioned the, the 1911. I don't care what you're into. If you want a new set of grips or shells for your 1911, any, any make, any year, any range, any custom, anything, you can find them. And they will be, I mean, we walked by, we were at, uh, I think it was Fort Worth, uh, the yeah, Fort Worth the gun show. show. It was the big uh, show. Just, just uh, last month. And there was an entire two set of tables with nothing but 1911 grips on them with lasered and different uh, materials and different shines, different finishes, all that kind of, there must have been 200 styles of 1911 grips sitting on those tables. 
anything, uh, whatever you're into. You could fiberglass. Oh. There was cast stuff with it was with gold plated. There was engraved. There was laser etched with skulls. There, there was, was jewel aluminum. Yep. Carved aluminum. Oh yeah. And, and lasered aluminum. Knurled and, and grippied in every uh, pattern and every every style you've ever thought of. You know all that kind of stuff for 1911s, right? Um, if you want, and this is one of the reasons that I personally was into, uh, part of the reason I was into this gun, if you want a grip for a, a Smith & Wesson, Smith & Wesson revolver, holy crap, I, there are almost, not quite, but almost as many grip options for those revolvers as there are for the 1911s. Uh, there's just, they're everywhere, made of every kind of wood, every kind of, of Okay, let's, know, let's put a little warning in there, okay? Um, Should you be a woodworker? And and feel very comfortable with routers and things like that. There are a few things to watch out for, okay? <laughs> uh, not so much on slab guns, okay, like like a 1911. But when you yeah, move into shells on those other, right? yeah, when you move into other type pistols, uh, there are occasionally cutouts. Uh, there are channels for springs or or pins or. Um, yeah, screw all notches kinds of or, things or frame to, notches frame, to move you know. and 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 not rub on the inside of of a pistol grip. So study those the inside of your your pistol grips and left and rights do change. Okay, they are not identical. Um, ha- have a look. You know, yes, you can do it yourself, and especially on a slab gun. The the, the nine uh, the triple nine was a slab gun. Uh, however. Uh, the the little minx, okay, or not the minx, uh, bobcat. It's a yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bobcat. Yeah. The the little bobcat has all kinds of channels in it, um, and and I don't mean small ones. It's got some large channels in it for for a twenty two. It's got springs and stuff that move around. Right next to that grip, and uh, <laughs> if there's rubbing involved, or or God help you, a a physical lock in there. You have a chance of either having the handle explode off in your hand or permanently damaging the firearm. Well, at least cracking the handle or, or having it not be able to be safe or not be able to, to yeah. eject or recoil correctly. There's so, all kinds of neat things so that can happen to you if you do Have a little grip. sense. Have a look at the inside before you uh, make a, any kind of either change, addition, because you can change the grips, okay, uh, or make them yourself. But... Uh, uh, it does require not a huge amount of skill, but a little bit. Uh, the, uh, do the, think about it. There's there's also options now uh, with 3D printing available. I almost bought a set just because I thought they were neat. Uh, I saw them at uh, a recent gun show. Is They had 3D printed uh, grips for my Smith & Wesson that were... Uh, uh, stock on the the handle part of it had all the same stock channel stuff and 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 cutouts and everything, but on the the exterior was a coiled dragon that just made up the handle. Oh my god! Now it wasn't worth the hundred and nineteen dollars they wanted for it, but uh, it was. <laughs> yeah, like, but he held it in his hand. Oh, and I was it. like, oh, well, this well, is how much so you neat. willing to take for that? And then no, uh, they weren't coming. Thirty five ninety five was not going to be the price, <laughs> you know. I, I was even willing to give them like sixty, seventy bucks, you know. But I paid less than that for the for the ones that I got on it now, and those are laser diamond cut, you know. I mean, I'm not no, 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 no. It's way too much, way too high dollar. But you got a lot of options if you if you go store bought. Uh, the next thing is Buona's bailiwick, which is uh, the tools. The tools for, for firearm. A- actually, to modify a pistol, um, you really don't need that much. You, if you take apart and clean a lot of, of any kind of firearm, you're probably in pretty good shape. Obviously, a good screwdriver, not the one with the rounded ends on it, but uh, a good common. Are you making fun of my screwdrivers? I am. They're just awful. Okay? I, I hate when he puts them on a gun. I go, oh, man. No, I'll Sean, buy just, new screws for it later. Just, just let me. Why yeah. don't you just let. Oh, oh, you're going to use that, huh? Uh, yeah. Good good set of punches, obviously. We already mentioned the sight pullers. Uh, critical if you're if you're talking about moving a sight. Um in or out, even adjusting a fixed sight for windage. Uh, normally, I use a, a sight puller for that. Good uh, hex drivers and wrenches. Mm, yep, yep. And uh, 
obviously a pad advice. You don't really need the padding part, but you need something to go nice in to there have, and protect yeah. the jaws. To, to protect okay, the jaws from we use towels. Your gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're we so used, high dollar. Yeah. yeah, we use towels. All right, good terry cloth towels that our wives are going. Where's that towel? I don't know. I, I don't know. We lost I, it in the move. I think we threw that away. Did we yeah, throw that away? I, I I think it had we a hole. We spilled coffee it. on that or yeah, something. something. I, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then six <laughs> months later, she'll find it in the garage. It sits my towel. I've, it's hard, it's difficult no, to say. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you want to clean it off? <laughs> I could probably I'm, you know, vacuum could that get off Get the gun you. oil off of it eventually. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just wood stain, baby. It's just good, clean wood stain. Okay. You And the next part is definitely uh, not mine. Yeah, that's uh, engraving, rebluing, touching up, and polishing. And this is kind of where I live with a lot of this stuff. And and you would be surprised. Uh, I do this all the time with almost almost every gun. And I'm a little bit worse than Bonna. Bonna will go for uh, the condition of the gun and the, and the, how much he wants it and all that kind of stuff. And if given a choice between a lower price and a crappier condition or a better condition, a little bit paying a little bit more for it, Bonna will normally, if it's in his budget, will go for the one with better better quality i will go for the cheapest piece of crap i can possibly get that is physically operable uh, he claims i trained him by the way i learned everything that. i know from you uh, yeah. uh but i will uh mostly because i am not scared at all with a lot of the technologies and chemicals that they have out there to recondition the physical appearance of a firearm especially especially if it's painted or best case if it's blued all right now, chrome's a little bit different. Uh, a chromed gun needs to be replated. If it if the if the chrome has worn off, you're buying something that's that's nickeled or or chromed, and it's and part of it's worn off. You probably need to to really think about that one if you're going to try and redo it or you're going to try and recondition it because you can't. I don't care what any chemical company tells you, you can't chrome at home. All right, it is a very specific, very expensive process. Ask me how I know. I've tried to do it several times, even when I, I was doing other things. I always wanted to have kind of a home chroming setup, and it's just it's nasty, it's expensive, the EPA gets involved. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that. So barring that, let's say you get yourself a, a hold of a gun that used to be blue. Uh, now it's not so blue. <laughs> Uh, there are neither is it chromed or nickeled. It's yeah, just neither is it chromed or nickeled. It's just kind of again craptastic. You know, it's 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 got blue here. It's got some silver. It's been scraped. It's been holstered. It's been scratched. It's been dropped. Whatever. Um, there is not a whole lot that some patience, some steel wool, some some uh, bluing and and rust removal materials from our friends at Birchwood Casey would will fix okay they will fix that you can reblue a gun i don't care what color blue it used to be i don't care if it's even that super black stuff all right that that super high blue that they they put on there that's almost black you can restore the look it won't look perfect but it'll you'll get 85 90 percent there which for people buying used weapons is normally enough uh, it's it's very simple to do. I normally spread uh, a, aforementioned towels I'm not supposed to be using on a coffee table and do it in the living room. Uh, yeah, unless it's one of my guns. And then he just uses a Q-tip, puts it on there. <laughs> so, How's that look to you? And I go, nothing like what you do for yourself. Okay, oh, I never, please. I never say anything. Oh, my God. I, gotta, I swear I I'm going to get you a T-shirt. The front end of that, that little twenty two that you did it just all it's still silver okay you claim you blued it it's oh silver God. you can see yourself in the you front didn't put end a punch it. through the barrel this wouldn't have been a problem uh, now would it really mister it was use your the proper wife who tools. the gun she threw the gun oh that 22 yeah, yeah that one that was a bad 22 we won't talk about that yeah, one but yeah. <laughs> i thought you were talking about your brand new one that you no, put a punch no, no, through I, no 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 no, no, we don't want to talk we about that, that one. I didn't yeah. put a punch through it. I, I <laughs> gently marred it, okay? <laughs> gently marred it. Put two divots in the things. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I you, got them out. And, yes, you blew that one a little better than you did the other 22. Look, I can't help it if you buy crappy stuff. Oh. <laughs> but you can't repair. It's like he had a, you know, like dinner was almost ready, you know. I got to go. Let me slide some of this on there and, and leave. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, he says that, isn't? But he won't touch it himself either. Well, you got to see him. Mine are not quite that pretty. <laughs> Even his like hurried brew is not quite. A, mine doesn't quite come up to that standard. It does require a little practice. To, he says, "Oh, you can do anything," and I went, "Here, let me try that." And it looked like somebody had applied it with a Scott towel. Okay, <laughs> it was not quite as smooth and even as as it I would have liked. Does take several applications and some steel. Time, so but, there, but there we'll is go over how to do that. But there's there's a lot of <laughs> actually that's true. We do have a cast coming up. Yeah, that, that on, does do that on but, how to recondition. Um, on, you're going like to be listening kind of a little more to him than to me. Probably I'll be able to help you with the things that you've already done. Okay, did you do this? Okay, <laughs> let him tell you how to handle it. That's pretty much the format of that cast. Uh, but you can you can reblue them. All right, you can get them back to and, and many guns. I would say probably three out of five weapons that you're going to buy on uh, use in a used condition are probably blued in some state or or used to be. Um, painting, uh, you can parkinize them, which you can do at home. You can do that. Uh, no, you, you can't. Yes. No, no. Don't, don't listen to him on that part, all right? This man couldn't. Look, look you, right, you could, it's like putting glue on a gun, all right? <laughs> you don't, don't park. Unless you have a specific need, it's out on the the boat or the tractor. There's no need to parkinize a gun, okay? <laughs> but there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff. And plus, uh, that doesn't even get into, let's say you have some wood that, that could use some reconditioning. You've got some grips or something like that. Oh yeah, those are easy. Though. Those are those are pretty ill, especially for for uh, both his and I's skill set. Now I normally wind up reconditioning the wood, but because he doesn't have the patience for it, it's not that he can't do it. He just doesn't want to sit out in the garage and do it. Um, <laughs> but it's you can recondition both a blue. Notice state. how I let that go. I, I thought that was true. Very very good of me. Because it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe a little. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time here. Fix that. We'll fix do that, it. will you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh you can recondition them uh and that's that's gets a more into less modifying and more uh fixing uh, at least the aesthetic more versions of it recovery. yeah more rescue and recovery type stuff which we'll, we have an entire cast over later uh now the next part goes into the 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 exact part that especially young men will not take into account after you've modified you got you've you've gone through <laughs> you've modified it you've gotten all the grips there's a and the story stuff. behind this huh there's uh there's there's you've done all your stuff it looks great looks like something the terminator may carry you take it to the range and you are four and a half inches off at 18 feet you're like what the hell you know um if you recite regrip rehandle reweight retrigger your firearm, it will shoot differently when you are done. I tried to tell him. I was, I was, um, this was, uh, this was the Glock, actually. Or not the Glock. No, it wasn't the Glock. It was, it was not the Glock. It was, uh, oh, God, what the hell was that? It was something, too, and it was something embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I do love the embarrassing. Oh, ones. it was bad. No, no, son, you know. You sure it wasn't that Wather? Or not? No. no. Uh, it, what was it? Was it your Smith? No, the Smith, I didn't change the sights on. I didn't change anything but the grips, and those were just to fit my hand. It went great. Um, no, it wasn't. It was It was the other Smith. It was the, the, the ugly Smith. The ugly Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that, that thing, I was. it was not good. Uh, there, was, there were some discrepancies on how, how it was sighted uh, after I changed. Now, of course, you go from a very slim kind of angled grip to something that's big, fat, and fit my uh, freakishly large palms. to it palms. as more of a target grip. Uh, yeah, and fit my freakishly long, large palms. And, uh, you know, suddenly... Um, it doesn't hold the same? No, no. Oh, and I loosened the trigger on it, too, because the trigger yes, squeezes did. a little bit uh, yes, better because it had an adjustable trigger. So loosen that up a little bit, and, and yeah, got you got it grips. to the point where it wouldn't fire, and we fixed uh, it. And uh, well, you know, <laughs> mistakes were made, and it was. <laughs> yeah, you notice how he covers up his, but highlights mine. That that's is all right. the, that's my whole job. I mean, that's what I that's do, right. Mister Pritchett. I don't say anything. I never say anything. Uh, so uh, that was yeah. So there's there, that was a broken arrow quote for any of you who don't know fantastic i know it's got travolta and and uh in it and all that kind of stuff but it was a great movie um i don't know what's scarier the fact that it that we have a term for it or, or uh, the fact that it happened or it happens so often we have, we a, have term a term for, for it, it. 
Uh, <laughs> it was it was so great. Well, she had a cute. She was cute girl in that. Oh movie. yeah, she that one. The, the ranger, the forest ranger, yeah. or the park ranger. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> kept cute that girl. forty-five in the back of her pants. Oh, that was nice. She had a pistol. Yes, she did. Oh, I will move on. But uh, no, it was it, it, it did fire differently. So would you're you gonna, like, would you like to tell them what you started out telling they need to do after they modify yeah, they, their you pistol? You need to sight in your gun after you are done modifying it, and uh, that's truly sighted in. So if you're putting in fixed sights, um, you know, rather you you're going to need that sight puller uh, to adjust it for windage. Um, if you, however, are putting in adjustable sights and you find yourself really having to crank to the left or the right. Uh, go go back, put it in the in the sight puller and and shove it. You shouldn't have to come too far off center for for uh, left and right adjustment on even an adjustable sight. Uh, that's that's just uh, just common sense, and and some people would prefer not to do it. But spend a little time sighting it in. Figure an afternoon just to sight it in at the range or what or the tin cans or whatever you're shooting at. Um, it it uh, truly will be beneficial to you when you get ready to shoot for real. That is indeed true. And uh, I think that's pretty much all the bullets we covered. Now we're going to cover some of the other the, some of the other things uh, that we've touched on here in other casts, uh, especially kind of the rescue. Uh, yeah, we've got a se- we've got a rescue series coming up. Yeah, I, I'm the, not sure how soon it is, but we've already. Yeah, we've already kind of plotted uh, pieces of that one out because there's there's a really a but lot it you can do include to parkinizing. I tell you that <laughs> he is not park- a fan of parkinizing. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's it, it's coming, and we're going to cover cover some of that other stuff there. And uh, other than that, I think that's all we had on uh, modifying pistols. I think I think to summarize, we maybe we ought to summarize it first. Don't yeah, don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Nope. There's, there's uh, you good know, stuff some, you can do. Some, some pistols that you buy don't need to be customized. They already have adjustable triggers, adjustable sights. That's what you want. Some of them already have fixed sights and, and are designed to be carry weapons. Le- leave them alone. Um, if You know, you don't want to put target grips on necessarily something you carry because that thumb rest could bite right into your, your hip. So think about it a little bit. Modify it if it's appropriate. Use the right tools. It'll work out. Sight it in. But I guess the key to the whole thing is it's what you want. Make sure it's what you want and shoots the way you want. And you can get some enjoyment out of it. Don't be afraid of it. Absolutely. And uh, in when you modify it, send us a picture. We'd love to see it. Yes. I keep forgetting that. You keep telling me to say that. I for, <laughs> keep forgetting that. Yeah, I got to. It's gotta part agree. of my don't say nothing program, okay? Yeah, I got a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of great pictures. Though. One of them was Jake. Jake, uh, is fr- as we mentioned, a friend of the show. He said, I got a new SIG, and it's this little bitty 9mm SIG. It's a gorgeous little gun. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet, you know? And, and we love seeing them. It doesn't matter what it is or what you get. Everybody's rig is a little bit different. Everybody gets things for a different reason. That's what modifying uh, is all about. Absolutely. You know, f- to fix it for you. Yeah, make it right. And if it's right stock, great. You know, they, they make it that way for a reason. And, and maybe you're the person that they made that for to, to be in that configuration. I've got one. I've got one shotgun that I haven't changed a damn thing on. I, I will say and, this. I do have a close personal friend who bought a Glock and loved Loved it because it was a Glock, and then shot it. <laughs> and then jo- and, it went, oh, I didn't good. like this very much. And it wasn't Jake. We're not talking about that. It wasn't a size thing, okay, or a fit. It just that it had a really heavy trigger that he wasn't prepared for because he probably didn't read. He also found out that, he couldn't do much with the grips because the the particular pistol he had had um, embedded grips or, yeah. or non changeable grips yeah, on it. Molded and into yeah, the they frame. were they yeah. was really part of the frame. Yeah, and uh, he had not taken any time to change the sights, so he took it out to his favorite uh, dirt backed shooting range and uh, stood back about twelve yards. And 
did not enjoy himself. <laughs> and rather than spend any time or read any articles on what could be done, and it was a lovely 9 millimeter pistol, okay? So it wasn't too big. It wasn't too much bounce. It was a full-grown man and just sold it because he didn't want to take the time to fix the trigger and the sights, and that's really all it would have taken. Um, and, and, and that he would have done during a, a cleaning and in reality yeah. is as much time as it takes you know watch a youtube video and then strip the gun down put it back together um it doesn't really take that long and in my opinion he sold that weapon simply because he did not consider fixing it that bought another nine millimeter I'm, i i hope he's happy with it but um it it can make a big difference to you it really can yeah yeah, uh, between selling it and just being disgusted with it, and well, this this does pretty well, you know, or or fixing it to the way the the way you like it. And honestly, for me, pistols was always one of those things that I just didn't touch because I knew the 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 little about them and and how how they went together. So well, you've learned. I don't like to admit it, but you know, you hold it at the right end and everything. Now yeah, it's really yeah. nice. And sometimes I even take the safety off. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, last time we were in a pistol range, I think what you rank third behind your wife and I. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well you're Did, learning. And if That's Scott good. would have been and, there, it would have been fourth. Fourth, you know? yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pistols are not um, just not my thing. In general. Oh, we don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. My brother and my wife sure as hell do. Oh, your wife was right after you. Oh, did you did you not see the bullseye? Can, is we, that sa- how can we save these targets? Oh, she's merciless. Oh, man. You see how mine's like all gone in the bullseye and yours is all kind of still there? Here, switch out targets. Look, I'll you just can shoot even your read bullseye. The 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I do enjoy taking her to the range with us. I gotta tell you, I'll fund it just to take just her with to, us. Just to get her to go. I did the last time too. I funded it. <laughs> Shannon, you want to go? I uh, I'll fund you. Okay. I got bullets too. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I'm bringing my 380. <coughs> she made me buy a box of 380 for yeah. you. Well, don't feel bad. Hard she made woman. me buy bullets for it too. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> She'll go shoot as long as you buy three. They don't need to know. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. On behalf of Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.